0: Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Vampire the Masquerade, Twin Cities by Night. Negligence is our first story arc for a campaign that takes place in 2010 in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota. Follow Ophelia, a Toreador played by Alex, Jonathan, a Venture played by David, Katow, a Gangrel played by Quinn, and William, adventure played by Slavic, as they are pulled out of their seclusion and tasked to investigate a series of gruesome murders. If you'd like to contact us, you can follow us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at twin cities by night. We hope you enjoy. You all go to bed, you all wake up, blow, uh, blow a blood pool. Everyone mm-hmm. tell me what what your uh, current blood pool level is at. Seven. Cut. Yeah, seven,
1: seven, I think. I'm at five.
0: Eight. You have your uh, meeting set up, William. You received a text message from Jenna Peoples giving you the address where to meet her at. A larger old-style Victorian house by the campus of St. Thomas College in St. Paul.
2: I'm staring at my phone, just wondering where, whether he's going to contact me about it's getting late. I'm gonna send him a text and just say, uh are, "Are we still on? Are you picking me up or what?" Sure, I guess.
0: Uh William, you go pick up Ophelia at Juno's. You guys are right. driving. The weather is—it's uh, lightly snowing. You guys about a 20-minute drive there. You guys roll past the, the campus of Saint Thomas University in Saint Paul. You can kind of just see—you could see these old college style buildings in the distance on the road. But mainly what you see is kind of like rolling white hills because of the snow with like street little small, I guess street lamps is the wrong term, but like six foot lamps that have like white globes on top of them to, to provide illumination. It kind of glitters and it makes it even brighter, this area of the campus, because it reflects off the snow like that. Uh, You eventually drive past the campus and you start going into Old Town St. Paul, which is, like I said, older Victorian Victorian homes that have larger yards, good space in between them until you come upon the address for where you're going to meet Jenna. You can park along the street, but there's like a, a, a a walkway that goes slightly uphill. Obviously, it's covered with snow. You think the house is probably like a whitish sky blue, but it's hard to make out, to be honest. So you guys park your car along there? Yeah. All right. You're driving. All right. What are you guys going to do?
2: How's business? How's business? Oh, you're talking about the restaurant. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's going well. We, we've got a pretty dedicated customer base. Uh, I don't really – I leave the finances to someone else, but um, things are looking good. How's that junkie girl? I haven't heard from her. It's been two days. <laughs> um, I'm hoping she's doing all right. She's probably sweating and shaking right now and wanting to, wanting to die, <laughs> I'd imagine. What have you, have you turned anything up?
3: Oh, yeah, you know, some stuff about the corporation, who's who, and, you know, their place in the city.
2: What's our friend Brandon Riker been up to? Is he legit? You got anything juicy? He's pretty young, pretty successful. Successful, but young? Like, too successful for someone his age, do you think?
3: I'm not sure. I know this was his big break the medical Mm -hmm. analytical solutions, so, I don't know.
2: What do they actually do? I still haven't quite figured that out. They provide
3: <clears throat> they do medical what's it called systems and stuff like that,
0: right? right? I'll I'll interject. It's basically like they 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 create data data entry tools, data tracking tools, not so much like medical devices but information infrastructure that hospitals use to track their data and all that stuff. So you guys arrive to the you arrive to the house
2: You gonna hold the door for me? Gonna get the door.
0: (laughs) As you guys get out and walk towards the house, you, you get you get out. You guys step over the curb, you step on the sidewalk, and then you go towards the pathway that leads up to the house. And all of a sudden, it's as if you were hit with something mentally. It's almost like a like a high that you're hit, like a visual audio high. At first, it feels like you're walking slower than you actually are then all of a sudden your senses start getting heightened to the almost to where it's overbearing you can hear the snowflakes hit the ground and almost sounds like cascading rocks you're you slowly turn and look at ophelia william and you can kind of see slow the panic in a way in her eyes as she can see in yours you guys are rather kind of actually struck by surprise by this and you feel the, you feel yeah. panic starting to set in. Before the beast takes over, you, you guys slowly turn and look towards a house and you can see Jenna walking your way and you can kind of hear her slow It almost as if she's speaking on a slow down record or a slow down tape. And she's taking out both yeah. her hands and she's like, grab my hands. But it's more like, grab my hands as she's leading <laughs> towards you. Almost like you were drowning and her, and she's trying to offer you assistance. What you guys going right, to do?
2: I'll, I'll take her hand. Yeah, that's perfect.
0: As soon as you guys take her hand, it's as if everything snaps back. Almost like you hear a snap. Everything rains in at once. You hear, it's like you hear a pop in your ears and you're back to normal reality. You guys have never experienced anything like this before. If anything, the closest thing you have experienced to this is when you were embraced when you're kind of pulled sure. back from the light, when you guys almost came to peace with the fact that you were going to die. And this is almost feels like, it, almost as if she she brought you back to life in a way. So you see Jenna, you guys I'm sure saw the picture of Jenna. Jenna has like like almost shoulder length, uh, silverly blonde hair, uh, really pale gray eyes. She's wearing a white sweater, turtleneck sweater right now uh, with some blue jeans on and some leather boots in which the blue jeans are tucked into. I'm sorry for... You guys having to go through that, but it's kind of a protective measure. I hope you guys understand. Please do not let go because this will happen again if you, if you're on our premises at all. I hope you can understand that.
3: Well, we have to hold her hand for the whole conversation.
0: Oh, no, no, not until I tell you to let go of my hand. So, and she kind of starts walking up the pathway holding onto your guys' hands. She gets to the door. She lets go William's hand. It almost feels, William, like you are dunked underwater again. She opens the door, grabs your hand, and brings you in and redoes that again. When you guys come inside, you guys see a long hallway. Even with her holding your hands, you kind of feel it's hard to judge just how long this hallway is. There's like a tan, tile floor that goes across, and she just goes into the immediate door on the left. It's just kind of a thick oak door, like a very dark woodish door. It has a old-style brass doorknob on there, which she opens up. You guys go in there, and she lets go of your guys' hands, and you guys don't feel that sickening, gut-wrenching, almost as if you're too drunk feeling that you guys felt before. You guys go into this room, and there's a bunch of uh, leather couches that are, are in the room, about three of them along the wall. It's It's a fairly large room. In the middle, there's like a round, almost like an old, highly polished circular wood table with some chairs around there. Uh, she doesn't lead you guys towards her though. And also there's some lamps in the corner, taller lamps with some plants. Very kind of calm feeling in here. And she kind of goes and sits in the middle of one of the larger brown, uh, couches and she kind of motions for each of you to sit by her left and her right.
2: Yeah, I'll go and sit right next to her.
0: So Brian told me that you wished to speak to me, but he didn't say about what. So why exactly are you, I guess, looking at what kind of information are you looking for?
2: Okay, so I turn to Apulia over the pamphlet. Yeah, I'll fish the pamphlet. At. I'll open it up and say, just does ever have a, have a read of this? What do you what do you make of this?"
0: And she she sits there and she reads it. Here, she's you see her like kind of reading over it, and she looks back at you and she's like, "Has anyone ever sat you down and told you some of the off the wall like myths and and legends that some of our kind have on the on the opposite side of the fence?"
2: Not really
0: there are some, mainly the Sabbat, who and this is just all that I've you know, heard second-hand, that the Sabbat pretty much believes that the first of our kind was the Judeo-Christian uh, Muslim second man that you've heard of, Cain, the son of Adam and Eve. I'm sure you guys are both familiar with that, right?
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, who is it?
0: So, they believe that Cain was cursed uh and became the first of our kind uh for killing his brother Abel, but the main thing that 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 comes from there and, and is that when he was banished, he actually fled to Nod, where he met Lilith, who I don't know if you guys are familiar with and uh some Kabbalist beliefs was the first wife of Adam before Eve, and supposedly Lilith showed Cain some tricks of the trade is you could say some of what we uh consider some of our powers that we have and god sent three angels to him to try to get him to repent and he didn't repent and each three times he was cursed and thus uh from there he left Lilith, and he started he had three children of his own and he told them not to create their own children but instead they did and uh those if you were to believe these legends, are the 13 original clan founders of our kind, for the 13 different clans of uh, Kindred. Those three ended up killing three sires, and they were cursed by Cain. So on and so forth, big Boogeyman and the Sabbat think that they really exist, and that they're trying to fight against the pull of those millennia-old Kindred to save us all, which is kind of foolishness, if you ask me. But where the Lilith comes in is that Lilith is the one who show uh who helped Cain learn some of his powers. But there's also a slight twist on it too where some believe that the relationship between Cain and Lilith wasn't as friendly as it seems. Where some feel that those thirteen original children of his along with Cain uh came and attacked Lilith uh in her own private garden, which led to uh her taking issue with Archon. But again, uh this is all uh, you know, can be taken at face value, I suppose, like any type of religion can be taken at face value.
3: <clears throat> these symbols mean nothing to you.
0: And she looks at the pamphlet. And that symbol is kind of an ancient symbol when it comes to Lilith.
2: Why would this be being handed out to, say, prostitutes in this city? Why would a prostitute have this
0: pamphlet in Minneapolis? A prostitute was handed this pamphlet? I have no idea why a prostitute would be handed this. and Why are you guys even asking about this? This isn't something that's common knowledge, to be honest with you. But, uh... Our
3: sire's never taught us anything about kindred society or our broader sort of... Origins? Context about kindred. So we're trying to find out around.
0: Well, there's a reason probably why your sire's didn't tell you this, because frankly, it's just boogeyman tactics that are kind of used by... Some of our kind, but yeah, I mean, you're kind of delving into, to give you any kind of more answers, I'd have to look into information, you know, but just off the top of my head, that's just kind of, it's, a, it's just a story that's told, that used to be told to neonates centuries ago to kind of keep them in line.
2: So you don't know of any groups that worship Lilith in the city? You haven't heard anything like that?
0: Frankly, no, and I'd be surprised if there's any groups who worship Lilith. Lilith, period. I mean, I can look, and I'm sure – I've heard rumors that there was kindred like centuries ago who did that. But frankly, I've never heard of anything like that, to be honest with you. So
2: seeing a piece of published literature like this pamphlet here, you know, it looks pretty professionally done. It doesn't worry you at all. Well,
0: it worries it me because it's a breach best. of
2: the masquerade.
0: Like, exactly. It could be a breach of the masquerade, but that's so, it's so vague. I mean, you didn't even know what this was, reading this. How would a normal – kind though, you know
2: that's true so, But it's leading them to I, i'm assuming that if some if, if groups putting this out there and people are picking these pamphlets up and, and you know getting involved with whoever's giving them out then i'm sure that they're going to find out more as they go along you know it could lead into
0: well one good thing is you had to come to me to get some of these
2: answers right that's true but but uh, what i'm saying is that people who other people who get this pamphlet Willingly take it or are given it, they're going to be led into this group. They might be getting given.
0: So, where did you get this pamphlet from?
2: Uh, I'll look. I'll look to William and kind of. I'll give him that look. Like, should I tell her? Should I, I continue with? Uh,
3: <coughs> yeah, I, I'll just say we found it, or Ophelia found it on a prostitute on.
0: Oh, she got it from a prostitute on the street.
3: Uh, I was more of a yeah, one of
2: your. More high class cool girls.
0: She's just kind of looking. Oh, you oh, you. oh, is she like one of your? I, I don't even need to know. If she's an acquaintance of yours. I take it then, right?
2: I? Sure, uh, you could say that. You know, I just, I just wanted to.
0: I believe mean, like listen a delicacy. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. Things like this are in our literature. Look how many movies have been made. Maybe this was yeah. released by some elder years ago, just to kind of. Keep it in the culture and not even put people upon us, you know? If, if we were worried every time the word kindred or excuse me, vampire was mentioned in society or in television shows, uh, you know, I don't think we'd be around right now. So, I hope I answered your questions there, but, you know, uh, I may need a favor from you guys. You know, That's I, I, I so you may, you guys may get a call from me, you know, uh, asking for we're a favor. Done. So. Can I, ask number, you something?
2: Okay. can I ask you something out of character? Yeah. How much how much how much would we know about the role of the whip? How much we can trust her with it you know, what, what is the <laughs> general role?
0: Uh well, whip is the usually the assistant to the primogen and yeah. uh stands in for the primogen. As you can tell, uh usually you see her more at Elysium than you do the actual Primogen, but you do know from what you said that you owe know her now. The what's enemies.
2: our general kind of opinion of the Tremere like, uh, in the city? What's yours? Or what's, oh. yeah, just the general kind of feeling about the Tremere?
0: It really just depends, but people don't talk to them about them that much. There's more of a mysterious feeling, especially that the Primogen's kind of re- a recluse who just doesn't leave the haven, leave her haven at all. You know that usually these two kind of represent the general Tremere in the city, but there's the deputy who's part of the Hammerheads, who's also a member of the Tremere. But usually when the word Tremere is spoken, they think of the two females, the Primogen and the Whip.
2: I just want to ask you, I just want to say, look, um, you know a lot about these occult matters, I take it. yeah, and That's the general impression I'm getting from you. Can, can I trust you with some information and it not leave this room?
3: Sure. Uh, okay? I just Will, sort of look at her like, really? Yeah.
2: Oh, I mean, she could. She can. Uh, I can't say this to you, but be like, look, she can help us. I'll, I'll, I'll say that to you. She can help us. You know, she probably knows more about some of these matters I just than we do. Throwing
3: my hands up. All
0: right, what, what what are you gonna ask?
2: Uh, we, the pamphlet, the prostitute we found the pamphlet on was murdered. Uh, it seemed like it was ritualistic, and she, there were markings on the body that we think might have been related to Lilith as well. That's why we're interested in this.
0: Wow. Uh Okay, yeah. Now you've got my interest peaked here. I'm going to have to do some research on this, though. I can't answer off the top of my head, but I can give you a call when I find out more. But sure, would that work for you? That's
2: more than what I was getting
0: on Google. <laughs> <laughs> you know, while I mention it, maybe you two can help me with something.
2: Sure. Quid Procore.
0: Well, how about this? Since I've already answered some questions for you, you can look into something for me, and then we can build our relationship off of there. How does that sound? That sounds good.
2: Interesting. What do you have in mind?
0: Well, I would like you to look into – I guess you guys both seem kind of normal social types. There's a company that's in town that I would like you guys to – Maybe find out a little something about the owner or the representative actually in the city for this company, if you would. Okay. Uh so the company is called Dunstern Ergonomic Consultants. I was wondering if you could just find about the, the the this locations business manager here and see what you can find out about uh him for me. And get back to me on that. And then when when I find out more about this strange uh Lilith behavior, um, uh, you know, we can build our relationship from there.
2: Sure. Uh, I don't show any recognition of the company. You know, I've never heard of them.
0: Yeah, I just, I just, yeah. And she just needs to know about the guy who's the manager, the representative of the company in town.
2: What do you want to know about him?
0: Yeah, uh, whatever exactly. you can find out about him.
2: If we can find out, that sounds it just sounds like William's area of expertise. But I, I'll help where I can.
0: All right. Well, I'm glad we could start a beginning of a relationship here you know how to contact me uh is there anything else that you guys need
2: yeah can you hold our hands on the way out <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. she yeah. let she lets you out boom okay we're going to cut to Katow. what are you doing good sir
1: first thing the first thing is like go out and uh replenish a bit
0: so you are looking around your normal eating ground which is like a couple mi- 5 miles around your your area perception difficulty Five, please. Are you just going with you or are you taking your dog? Uh,
1: just me this time. I, I like I'll, I'll come back for the dog later on.
0: Just perception roll? Yeah. Perception difficulty five. Oh, wow. Yeah, you uh, as you're walking uh, along, you find kind of a older lady who seems to be walking back with some groceries walking by herself trying to brace herself from the wind at the same time not trip on the new snow that's on there. So so, how much are you taking?
1: Uh, so a little old lady, so I'll take two, but since I have that perk, I get, I get three.
0: Three, alright. You take her there, she kinda, you take her to the side of a building to others, and it looks like you're just kinda giving her a hug out of the darkness. You take a couple from her where she's a little dizzy, uh, has a hard time walking home. Feel a little pang inside of you that you had to do that, but you have three blood points, so.
1: Yeah, after feeding, I, he goes back for the dog and takes it out with, puts it in the back seat of his car, just in case. And he goes back out, so he like, uh, drives up to the area where the um, uh, Riker lives, and he gets out and he like pretends to like, walk his dog around the area. Just be <laughs> like, uh, don't mind me, just walking my dog.
0: Go ahead, give me a Perception Alertness roll difficulty 7 again. Mm-hmm.
1: And this time I'm going to be spending a will point.
0: So, Perception and Alertness, so... Yeah! You see that basically, uh, as you're walking by, you see him get out. He has a long, like, peacoat going on, like, yeah, and has, like, some nice gloves, scarf around. He goes up there. You see he's really friendly, like, pats a guy on the back who opens, the, who's standing by the door. He goes up to the valet guy. The guy goes and gets a nice, uh, Mercedes. Uh, he kind of gives the guy, you kind of see money handed over. You see him get in the car and he takes off. I take it you're gonna get in your car and try to follow him. Yeah. What time was this? This is probably around, like, nine. So. Okay. Uh You see him drive to kind of a higher-end, four-star restaurant. You see him get – he gets out of his car. Chauffeur takes his car. He goes in there. Uh You see him take some window kind of by – or a seat by the window table there. You see him pulling out his his phone. He's, like, looking at stuff on his phone, uh like he's waiting for someone to join him for a meal. Hmm. I'm going cut to cut to – cut to John. Chase, I'm
4: going to meet up with uh, Mr. Leo Getz.
0: All right, and that's not his real name, guys. But Leo gets is a reference to Lethal Weapon. Le- but lethal this weapon. isn't like Leo gets; he's not Joe Pesci being all annoying. Uh You come up to him uh, again. He has his old pickup truck there. Where you get in the seat, come up, get you get in the passenger seat. He, he turns out, looks at you, and he has like a like a brown paper bag wrapped around.
4: Okay, I'm gonna take his paper his bag.
0: Yeah, he hands you can't see the paper bag.
4: I'm gonna look in it, preview what I got in here.
0: The stuff that you ordered is all in there,
4: including the firearm. Yep. And the hol- holster. Yep. This is a big ass bag.
0: It's about, I'd say, like a foot, the foot wide. It's just like wrapped around, you know? And he has everything yeah. bundled together to kind of make it look nondescript, you know?
4: I'm gonna look at him kind of nonchalantly, like this isn't very nondescript, but you know, nice try. I- I- I'm glad that you're, um, you're trying.
0: He looks at you like, like, with a sense of annoyance. So, what is your end?
4: I'm going uh, to hand him a, a, a much smaller brown bag.
0: <laughs> yeah. he, he, he takes it.
4: <laughs> With the
0: 10,000 cash. You kind of see him take it out and you, he's just not counting it, but just glancing through it. Yeah. Opens up his glove compartment in front of your lap, throws it in there, closes it. All right. Glad you could do business. All
4: right. uh, so. just, just before we um, cut out. <laughs> Um, I may need some uh, surveillance equipment. How long is it going to get you take you to get that?
0: What the fuck is going on with you, man?
4: Hey, you like working, right? You like money?
0: Do you you do realize, right, that this shit that you want, you just can't pull out of your fucking ass, right? What do you need? What do you need for what type of? I'm not going to ask for what. Yeah. Hey, you know what we, type, we what we've type been making of it fine.
4: Um, I'm going to need a uh, wire recording equipment. Uh, bi-directional antenna for picking up conversations.
0: Listen, man. I want you to know with this FBI fucking identification shit you have, I don't want this shit traced back to me, you understand? Because there's people that I gotta fucking report to. And if the heat comes back on us with whatever the fucking James Bond shit you're trying to do...
4: Leo. Stop talking. And listen. Alright? We have a good arrangement here. You don't ask any questions. I don't answer any questions.
0: But you never asked for anything like this, man.
4: I'm stepping up my game. Business is good. Business is good. The green's going to roll. That's all you need to worry about.
0: All right, man. I'll get you-
4: <laughs> Have I ever brought anything back on you before? Ever.
0: <laughs> no, but you've never asked for shit like this before either, man.
4: Well, Because, you know, I'm making money. And you're going to be making money. I'm going to smile. You're going to smile. You're going to get what I ask you for. You're gonna and we're me- all going to be happy.
0: You're going to give me goddamn fucking ulcer, it seems like. But I'll get it back to you in a few days, man.
4: If, if you some need some Tums, stuff. I can bring you some Tums with the next payment.
0: Fucking A. All
4: right. I'm not done yet.
0: He like looks at you.
4: How difficult is for you to um get some uh, military-grade arms?
0: Not going to happen, man. What? Not going to fucking happen. I You're thought you were, awesome. I thought you were Leo. Military gets. grade arms, motherfucker. Did you see what I had to do to get you this shit? Yeah. I mean, given
4: time, you can't arrange some contacts.
0: He looks at you. I, man, I ain't deal. I ain't fucking with that shit. When we came to this agreement, we've been doing business now for 10 years, and you've never asked for any shit like this. You've always kept this local, small, street-level type shit. I'm not fucking around with no ATF kind charges. I'm already pressing the fucking envelope with the shit I'm giving you right now. We will talk about this later.
4: Yeah. Well, if you can't do it, you just give me some names of your competitors and I'll I'll go there. You
0: know, <laughs> got to be careful, man. I don't know what kind of shit you're getting into. Got to be careful with this shit. Yeah. All right. Now get the fuck out of my truck.
4: I'm going to look at him <laughs> sternly. Don't you ever talk to me like that fucking again.
0: <laughs> ever. So we just, understand. He's just look gripping at- his. He's just gripping the wheel of his old Ford and just staring at you. Look at me. He looks at he looks at you.
4: Look at me the way I'm looking at you. You see this? Yes. All right. We have an understanding. We have a business arrangement. There's no reason this doesn't have to be civil.
0: You're asking for some street-level fucking goon shit. You're asking for military-grade arms after you asked for a fake federal ID. No, 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 no.
4: no. I didn't ask you for military-grade arms. I just said, can you provide military-grade arms? I uh, I'm talking about um uh AR15s, M4s, um
0: well fucking AK- match
4: 227 A2- assault rifles.
0: I could probably um, get a fucking AR15 but who can not around this area?
4: Well, no. And and that's why I'm just asking, I'm just filling the waters. Um M203 grenade launchers.
0: <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? You can see these eyes get bigger? Man, we're going to have to talk about this. I'm just filling you out. I'm just filling you out. You're you're filling me out like we're on prom date and I'm a fucking Mormon. I'm not enjoying this. (laughs) Go ahead and get the fuck out. We'll talk about this later. Let me think on this, all right? All right.
4: Well, you think about it. Think about the business that I brought you and think about the business that I'm going to bring you.
0: All right. Sounds good. All right. All right, man. I'm going to get the fuck out
4: out of his shitty ass truck. What I pay you for? You can't (laughs) afford a better ride than this?
0: Well, unlike some, I don't like to attract attention on myself.
4: I'm going to look at my car, and I'm going to look at his car. Mine's nondescript, but it's not a POS.
0: Yeah, but when you mount that fifty cal on top of it like you're asking for, they come back and talk to me, and he like starts his truck and peels out. All right. Katow, you see a blonde lady come in to to meet with him for dinner, and you just kind of see them. They spend like an hour there uh, chit-chatting, eating dinner. Nothing really sticks out. So you guys are all caught up ta- on equal time. What's gonna happen?
1: I guess I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna, like gonna call the other everyone else and be like, okay, so yeah, I'm I'm uh, trailing this uh, Riker guy, and so he's meeting with some blonde lady. Uh, just just just
3: giving giving an update. What have you guys got? As you can see, he's a pretty young guy, really successful lately. Medical and electrical solutions was his big break and Medical Analytical Solution is working with the Dunster, or Ar- Organic Consultants and Colbert Trust Company.
4: Is it Organic or, or Organic?
0: Organic. E-R-G-O-N-I-C. Organic, oh,
4: yeah. What were the companies that uh, Brian Riker is involved with?
3: Yeah, it's like just the uh, Medical Analytical Solution Company.
4: Medical Analytical Solutions Company, and how are they associated with Dunkstern Ergonomics? Ergonics.
3: They're
4: working with And who is the other company?
3: Colburn Trust. Colburn. The one is
4: the, uh, and Gold what is Colburn's there. Trust? How is that connected to analytical medical solutions?
3: I just know that they're working together.
4: Well, we so may the, have so another avenue from which to... um. Pursue this, William. Mm.
3: Yep.
2: Hey, William. Uh, Dunstan Ergonics, isn't that who Jenna asked yeah. us to look
3: into? Yes, it is. That's why it's so interesting.
2: This is very interesting. Uh, just so you guys know, we just met with the Tremere Whip, and she wants us to look into Dunstan Ergonics as yeah. well, and she had no idea about this. Wants us right. or wants you? Because well, I want. I, when I say us, I mean William and I. I see. But we're where, you? where, where did
1: you say you were at, Catal? Um, I'm, I'm like you know, I'm like, you know, hidden you know, away, like you know, maybe like a block away down, just like looking through the window at the <laughs> at this meeting, the restaurant. What restaurant? I don't know. It's some rich place, richer than a Juno.
0: It's called the Broadmoor. The Broadmore. Apologize, guys. <laughs> and uh, Gina wants
2: us to look at the. Yeah, you know, I just heard William mention Dunstern Ergonics, and uh, you know, made the connection that that's who Jenna's got us to look into.
0: I see. All right, cool. So, what do you guys decide to do?
2: All right. Well, um, let's all
4: meet up.
1: Uh, um, I'm still training this needle. I. All
4: right. Well, you, you, you stick on, stay on, on Brian Riker. Brandon, Brandon. Riker. Brandon Riker. Right. Okay. Brandon Riker. <laughs> Uh, okay. As you're on the phone
0: with him, uh, you notice that he is leaving the restaurant and that he seems to be going back towards his apartment complex.
4: Uh, Juno. Ophelia. Yeah. I'm sorry. My my apologies. Ophelia. Yes. Do you have a black suit by chance? Uh, Sure. I can find something along those lines. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind getting some straight black pants, suit, white shirt. Sure. I'd, I'd yeah, appreciate I'll, it. Uh okay, see what we've got. Here here's what I'm saying. You're you're following uh Riker back to his uh his abode? Yes. Alright. What I'd like to do is I'd like to meet up with Riker as he's entering his apartment with Ophelia and I. Okay. Okay. You'll stay at a distance, Kaito. Okay. Uh William, you'll be in your your place. Yeah. Um, since we don't have the proper equipment, what I will do is I will leave my phone on speaker in my pocket so that you guys can hear the conversation as it unfolds.
2: Just don't say anything too loud. Can you drop me home so I can get changed?
3: Okay. And, and I'll,
2: and I'll, I'll, and I'll, I'll pick a philly up.
5: Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion, so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. We hope to see you there.